so much for joining me on my inaugural episode of Beyond the Curve. This is something that I have wanted to do, I don't know, for years. You and I talked about it many years ago, and you said, you said I should do it. And uh, we have the Beyond the Curve, the MX podcast, but this is my first episode of Beyond the Curve, and I couldn't be more excited than to have you join me on it. Well, thank you for having me. Hopefully, I live up to your expectations. Oh, you def- We already are. We're sitting in Spa Haven. We're, we're at the spa right now. We're sitting in um, massage chairs, foot baths. We, I mean, we thought about going full facial and, and putting me through that, but this is, this is how I want to do this. Beyond the Curve to me is going and seeing something that you didn't know was there. And you have this wonderful small business in Winter Haven, which is one of the aspects I want to cover. But I also want to cover the person who owns the business and the family around the business and, and those types of things. And that's what we're going to do. So welcome to Beyond the Curve. Thank you. So who is Megan? Megan Gillis, by the way, the owner of Spa Haven. Who are you? I am Megan Gillis. I am the owner of Spa Haven. First and foremost, I would say that I'm a wife, a mom, all the family stuff first, business second. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Nothing super exciting. Well, one of the things I wanted to get into is how did you get into I want to have a spa? Yes, so when I was 25 years old, my dad was diagnosed with skin cancer. And at that point in time, we all had to go see the dermatologist because his skin cancer is a genetic form of skin cancer. So we all had to go get our skin checked. And as soon as I walked in the door, the lady pointed to my face and she said, yep, that's cancer, oh, that's cancer, oh, that's cancer. And I thought, oh my, I'm 25 and I don't even have a tan. How can I have skin cancer? And um, so immediately had surgery to remove the one on my face. And I thought, wow, I need to learn more about this and to take care of my skin. I worked in the medical field prior to all of that. And I thought, oh, this will just be something added to go and learn about. So I did not go to school for that until I was 30. And then when I was going through school, I honestly thought I will never practice this and I'll never do this. But here we are today. Um, If you would have told me that I would have owned a spa then, I would have told you there's no way. Um, When I first started out working, I still worked in the medical field and I did both. I worked for a company for a couple of years and then didn't like some of the things there. So I decided to branch out by myself and it's turned into the family business that it is now. Yeah, and you say that the family business because you've also brought in your eldest daughter. Yes, so my oldest daughter works with me, yes. Um, My oldest daughter works with me doing the same things that I do, Mm -hmm. and then my mom works for us too on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays doing reception work, housekeeping, tidying up, really cleaning up after us. And then my youngest daughter has filled in all summer helping so is she interested in the aspects that you do or no i don't think so however none of them were interested in it to start with jillian had plans to go to nursing school and with 
when COVID hit, it kind of threw a wrench in that. She was really unsure. So I talked her into doing this just as a part-time temporary thing until you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. And um, she loves it. It's funny because we only have the, the one child and we're very ingrained in the real estate side. Michelle and I, grandma and grandpa, uh, my mom at one point was in it. She was in the construction side and Brianna's like, I'm good. I am good. I helped you when you were when I was a little kid, but yes. it's funny how out of the three there might be one that joins, but then like you said later on, this is kind of nice. I get to work in a controlled environment and you get to see people's progress. Yes. Um, but speaking of this is second, let's touch on the first things first. Wife and mother because you have three massively varied children yes. three three young ladies but independent and different as there can be correct and by the way madison is taller than me now like that happened <laughs> she's over been the taller summer. than me since she was in fourth grade so. that happened over the summer I, I saw her the other day and i thought what happened yes but uh they are out of out of school 11th, middle of, 11th grade and, and 10th grade 10th grade okay how does that balance work? Because they're all involved in different things. How did you make this work so that you could still be mom? Yes. So ever since I had the thoughts or the dreams of becoming a mom, um, thankfully Herb and I were on the same page and it was mom, dad first. Whatever it is, we always took pride on one of us being with the girls at all times. Um, I'm not saying that babysitters are bad things or daycares are bad or any of that kind of stuff. We just prided ourselves on being present in every aspect. Um, so with his shift schedule, my shift schedule, we have grown up to be professional jugglers is how I explain it. We juggle all of the things. His schedule takes precedent, then my schedule is where I schedule, like all of the girls events that I schedule around that. Um, so we have just always made it work one way or another. I have always, you know, been able to do the field trips and PTO and be the classroom mom, all the things that I enjoy because they're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, I just, it's always been really important to me. My mom and dad did kind of the same thing. My mom was always there for every field trip. Um, and my dad worked, you know, so it just was a balance. But yeah, we just really base our schedules and juggle. Some days I work late, some days I work, you know, I end early. It's just a constant state of juggle. And especially as they were, when they were younger, now you have two that are driving, but is that still, I still want to be mom, even though you're, you have freedom, I still want to be mom. A hundred percent. And that is one thing about parenting that no one prepares you for is like, once your kids get older, then what do you do? Yeah. Jillian is 20 and I still want to do all the things with her. So I have to be careful of boundaries and make sure I don't overstep and let her make the decisions because she's an adult, mm -hmm. even though I still want, but thankfully she includes me in a lot of it. Um, yesterday when I went to orientation with Madison, yes, yeah, she could have easily drove herself there, but I'm like, no, like I, I would like to, people. I would like yeah. to go with you and yeah. see what you're doing. And thankfully, they also enjoy us being there. And I don't know if it's enjoyment because we've always been there. They don't know anything different. 
um, or if they just truly enjoy our presence. Either way, I don't need to know. <laughs> but um, as I sat there last night at high school orientation, and I thought, wow, this is the last high school orientation with you, Madison, that I'm going to have because next year there won't be this kind of orientation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, it's kind of bittersweet and sad and happy and joyful, like all of the emotions all in one sitting. I think that's a cool dynamic because I look at that very similar to my sister and brother-in-law with their two children. Their eldest is 21, and they still do a lot of things together as the family unit, and they enjoy it, and the kids enjoy it. Our daughter loves us very much, but at 17, she was living in Ocala. And she's been on and off living with mom and dad. She's about to turn 21. And she doesn't. She loves mom and dad, but it's not that, yes, I want you to go to everything. Now, if it's a horse show, I want mom there. But if it's just general day-to-day. And I think that dynamic is, and I don't know if I get sad because my kid doesn't like it, or if I'm happy, or if I look at like your family and my sister and brother-in-law and go, well, why aren't the kids more? But I also look at your daughters, and they're genuinely happy kids who enjoy. Like when your daughter was working with her the other day at Rotary, she was happy to be there. Now, she also was getting community service hours. Right. But she was genuinely happy to be there because they went and had breakfast together. Yes. And I'm like, I cannot remember the last time I sat down at 7 o'clock in the morning with my daughter to have breakfast. And it was kind of like, that's neat. Like, so I think, I think it's fantastic. Enjoy it while you can, because yes. at some point, there one of them might go, "Hey, mom, I'm out." I know. That's so. That is what I think about <laughs> as I sit at the table, because we eat dinner together every yeah. single night at the table. That's amazing in itself. Too. And I think about that time at the table, and I'm like, wow. And because Hayden's going to be 16 in February. Yeah. So I've been saying like three short years, like my family dynamic is going to look very different. There may not be anybody at this table other than Herb. Like, are you going to leave me here with dad? (laughs) Then what? And and have you thought of, and that's one of those big things. Like Michelle and I have gone through the empty nest, not empty nest syndrome. and, And I was joking with my mom in the hospital the other day, like, yeah, I can't run around in my underwear in the house starting in two days because <laughs> Brianna's going to be back here to finish up her last year of school. Yay. And mom just was laughing and she's like, yeah, you guys have had some... And I don't know which I like better. Yeah. But I also can't tell you the last time that we sat down at a dinner table. Michelle and I do on occasion, but it's kind of like you and Herb. What's that dynamic going to be for you? Have you thought about like... Oh, do I start adopting kids? Do I go to like shelters and help? like, yes. what do I do? What, what will you do? I know that take up golf. Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. I definitely know that I am not called for adoption. I'm not called for foster care. Like I have thought about that. Um, I even thought like something even more crazy than that. I was like, what if I was like a surrogate for, oh, wow. and, but then I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I can't do that. And I'm past the age limit to do that. But that's where, like, this kind of stuff, like, send your mind into other things. I'm sure there will be something to fill it. I hope it's not grandkids right away. But 
And what's your take on grandkids? Do you want them? Oh, I would love to have them. My girls right now, of course, they say they're never having children. But, of course, none of them are in a relationship. None of them are old enough. And no. So yeah. let's keep that in our minds and the back of our heads for a little bit of time. Enjoy your life and get your education done. Get the things that you want to do. Because that could be a done. fill in. It could, could be. be grandma and like taking kids to school and doing the field trips and. Yes, but I have wonderful neighbors that have young kids. That that's that that will be the young kids. I have nieces and nephews, but no one lives close. Yeah. So. Now we were very fortunate. We had Brianna and the grandparents were a huge part of that rearing process because we both were in positions where there was no Michelle at that point was a school teacher and I was in coaching and other things and it was kind of like hey grandma and grandpa and we've told Brianna like we're not in a hurry like you're good like we yes. we'd like to travel and do stuff so so the mom side we've got covered and I think there's going to be some fun dynamics that you're going to have to work yourself through oh 100% uh, on the the wife side there will also come a time that your spouse is done too and he gets to retire yes have you thought like i don't want you home all the time or yes i want you home all the time or i have these projects what's that dynamic like yes so his retirement will be long before mine i joke and say that i will not be able to retire until like three hours after i've died <laughs> and then i'll be able to just cancel all the appointments yes <laughs> just give it throw in the towel um yeah so i have i have no plans for retirement i still am pretty young to think mm -hmm. about that i know my husband constantly thinks about that and planning and prepping and making sure everything is don't you think it's that okay i have a friend that's a firefighter i have a brother-in-law a police officer and they all talk about yes. that time period i know and i almost think it's kind of drilled into their brains like okay here's your age mm -hmm. here's your limit here's what you're going to do um so I think it's like the start of it. Having your own business, you don't have your retirement, you don't have paid vacation, yeah. you don't have all of those things. So it's not fresh on my mind, but eventually one day I will stop working, but I have no yeah. plan of when. I just always pray that I don't break a hand. That's true, because <laughs> yes. you are you are completely reliant upon your hand and your feet being, I guess you could roll around in a chair. Yes, but. I will. I always joke that I would rather like break a foot or yeah. something else besides my hand. Like I'll throw the foot out there before I throw a hand out there. I used to be a doctor when I was coaching tennis at Lake region. Well, it's not called Lake region anymore, but I'm old. Oh, it's so not? It's, no, it's the winter Haven country club. Oh, okay. Yes, um, that's right. He was a, I think he was a neurosurgeon mm -hmm. and he used to play tennis in a golf glove. And I never understood like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like this, makes me all of my money. Yes. And if there's calluses on here and I do these fine, I can't have that. And I was like, he enjoys it. I'm gonna make, it, I'm gonna make this work. So for you, it's kind of like. Same thing. I wear gloves outside. I'm yeah. so careful what I touch, what I do, everything. Well, the family side for you also, there's a strong component within your family, on the entire family of faith as well. Yes. And where did that come from was that ingrained as a child is it something you learned as a couple where did that come from and how have you taught it to your children yes um so i'll say that herb's upbringing and my upbringing were two totally different um he was raised in a church 
with his mom and dad, um, where he went to church every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, any opportunity the doors that were open, they, were, they there. were there. He even went to Christian school. Um, I did not do that. I went to regular public school. I grew up in a house where my dad was Catholic and my mom was raised Church of God. Um, so two totally different types yeah. of religion, but we were never pulled one way or the other. We would go to Mass with my dad on special occasions, holidays, whenever we wanted. I spent most of my summers going to the Catholic Mass with my grandmother in St. Augustine at the church that everyone visits and is touristy to. Um, but then we also would go to the Church of God. So, of course, two totally different services. Um, when we got married, we the... Um, the pastor that was the chaplain for the police department, mm -hmm. he had a church and that's where he felt comfortable to go. So we went and then he left there and started his own church. And there was about 10 people, give or take, maybe. I mean, my, I have a family of five, so maybe it was a little more than 10. <laughs> um, but very, very small church. We went to that church from the time the girls were little. And then we switched to the church that we're at now about five years ago, I guess six, it'll be six years in October. And um, when we went to that church, or the church that we go to now, one of my clients actually invited me to go. And the church was meeting at an elementary school. And she asked me, she's like, have you been to that church by your house? And I was like, absolutely not. It meets at an elementary school. That's weird. Yeah. And she said, oh, I was going to invite you to go with me tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay. So did she know? I've always wondered how that, how do you invite, do they just assume that you're already going to church and you might be looking for a new? So this girl that invited me, has, I've known her my whole entire okay. life. Okay, okay. Elementary school, best friend growing up. And um, so her sister had been going there and she wanted to go, like her sister invited her, but she wanted someone else besides her sister yeah. to go with her. So I told her, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Herb's working tomorrow. I was like, the girls and I can go. I was like, but we won't be going to this church. Like just preface it, heads up. I knew nothing about the church. I didn't know the name of it. I knew absolutely nothing. And we pulled up. And it was unlike anything I've ever been to in my entire life. And we went in and it was just amazing. We walked out and the girls were like, I can't wait to go back. And they don't, they've never been to like children's church or mm -hmm. anything. They've always sat in church with us. And they're like, I can't wait to go back. Can we please go back to this church? And I was like, eh, I don't think dad will like this church. You know, it's not like anything he has grown up in it was nothing that i grew up in either mm -hmm. um i mean it was like full band it was dark inside it was like you were at a concert the pastor had a long beard you know it's not your stereotypical church yeah. and i'll say yeah, i don't think he'll want to go but we can ask so we talked to him about it and he's like oh yeah like let's go next sunday i'm like okay perfect and that was it. Like, we've been going to that same church ever since. He gets a lot out of it. My girls have got more out of that than they have, you know, their whole entire lives. 
I've got the most out of it. The girls and I actually got baptized together probably like four years ago. I was never baptized as a kid. And um, well, Which one would you have decided on? Which one what? Which one would you have had to decide on if you were to get baptized? Right, Could you like double dip? Well. Because the Catholics just the holy water, right? Right. Church of God, there is that submersion? Yes, I guess. I don't know because I yeah. didn't do it with them, but... Um, like Herb, his grandfather baptized him in a lake or yeah. somewhere, and so he didn't want to redo his. But I had never been, and the girls, we had just all made that decision to jump right in, and then they, we all jumped in and started serving in one way or another. The girls served in like children's church, and then I served in greeting and meeting people, and it's just been a great fit for our family. I've got a question about the serve side, but that the faith component because I've always respected you and Herb and your family for your faith and not still being normal humans accepting people who they are. Oh absolutely because I'm a sinner just like you are. I'm not a perfect person. I'll never claim to be a perfect person. I fall short every single day. I fall short in my business. I fall short in my marriage. I fall short in my business. My kids, I mean the list goes on and on and on and on every single day. The only thing that I can say is that God gives us grace and mercy and thank God he does because, yeah, I just pray every night that I wake up and I try to be a better person the very next day. And that's that's what I appreciate about you and Herb. Like, you have never, you have never pushed it. You've never, you live it. You live it with your family. We see it. I mean, us that know you, we see it with the family. We see the, the life, the the life and, and that was one of the reasons I wanted to sit down. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to talk about the spa, but it was more of like, who is this person? Like, yes. th- th- this person. And two, I mean, I've had people criticize all the things about me. I've had people come into the spa and tell me that God does not like my nail polish color or I shouldn't wear tennis shoes or I shouldn't go in the sun or you shouldn't wear makeup, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. And... I feel, of course, if God knows what color nail polish I'm wearing, then that's something can, can totally different to level. Yeah. I don't know. However, if we don't show people the love of Jesus, they'll never come to find him because it's not in a hair color. It's not in what kind of shirt you wear. It's not by your actions or you know the, the charitable work that you do. It's how you genuinely treat other humans if you see me as a kind person that kindness comes from within me but comes deep from within me because I know my Savior he gives me that grace therefore I have to give you that grace how do you not spout off how do you not spout off when someone comes in and says hmm God doesn't like that nail color How, how do you how do you show that grace and not I know as a small business owner, you have to be careful of every customer, yes. but at some point, they're digging on you. Like you. Correct, 100%. Um, so I just, of course, think about the person and think, you know, they must really be having a bad day. What can I do to make their day a little bit better? And then I just am try, to, I try to be careful with my words. Um, not everything comes out of my mouth politically correct, but I do try, and that's where, again, I fall short. However, with that comment, I just said, oh, I just, I had no idea God had that much time to worry about my nail polish, but I'll be mindful the next time she comes in and I'm not yeah. going to be wearing midnight blue polish because clearly that triggers her. 
So let me wear some pink polish and all will be well. Um, however, I would not necessarily change who I am and what I'm doing because of that person, mm -hmm. but just be mindful. Well, do you want to give a shout out to the church that no longer meets at the elementary school? Yes, I know. That was such an exciting time because we would set up on Friday nights. And then after we finished serving second service on Sundays, we would tear down the church and pack everything in a tiny little trailer. And so when we moved into this building, it was absolutely incredible. We go to Kairos Church here in Winter Haven. They meet next door to Just Move Gym. Mm -hmm. And yeah. It's been great. I've actually seen the the is he is he a pastor or preacher? I don't know. Pastor. Pastor. I've seen I've seen him on some videos and stuff, and and he is a vibrant person, and and I can see where people will get excited about that. But for me, I really enjoy watching other people's like journey through faith. It's just something for me. It's my personal my personal thing, and and I'm very curious as to how people live. I went to a Episcopalian school. I went to mass. I've, I've been to weddings of Hindu friends, and um, I don't even know my 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 cousin is married to. It's a, the, everything for the wedding was in triplicate, and it was like a two-hour service. And mm -hmm. I've been to the full Catholic mass wedding, and I just am in all of. Wait, I, how are all these so different? And they're all yes. They're all serving the same thing, but it's so different and. So I've just always been amazed. And and, and that's where I say, you know, because people can get caught up in that on, you know, these rules or you have to do yeah. this or you have to do that. And I just say, go straight to the Bible. There's one way and to be good. Lord. Yes, be, good be a good and person do good. and yes. do good. Yes. And absolutely. which you guys definitely have covered on the personal and the familial side. And I mean, you're married to Herb, so you have to be a good person. So <laughs> we love you, Herb. But about the spa. Yes. The, the you didn't necessarily have a dream of running your own spa had no no okay. dream no plans <laughs> this and this is not the original one correct? so that is correct so after i left the spa that i was working at um i just really did not like the way that they treated their receptionist they were all young girls it was all their very first job and this lady would make them cry in front of clients and i'm like if that was my daughter that you were talking to you like that yeah. i'd probably punch you even though i'm not a confrontational person but you are never going to build someone up and teach them by talking to them that way so i had to figure out what represents me and i knew that did not represent me well so i did not want my name attached to it so i left there and i thought you know what i might as well just rent a suite and work like one or two days a week when I finish my other job I'll go work a couple afternoons when I started that I was like I just have to see three clients a week to pay my rent that was all I was concerned about it was no dream no <laughs> no well thought out plan at all it mm -hmm. was just I wanted to be flexible with the girls still wanted to utilize my skills and represent me what and it wasn't know. really out of necessity it was more of like eh, let's kind of yeah. yes so when i moved to this building here which will be six years in january which congratulations you're a small business that is going to celebrate six years yes over six years that's, yes that's so six awesome. years in this building so one night on a wednesday 
I was leaving work. I drove past this building every single day for almost two years. And I got stopped at the red light across the street. And I was like, is that a for rent sign, a for sale sign? I was like trying to look through my phone, like zoom it in, <laughs> tried to snap a picture. It was completely blurry and light turned green. I was like, oh, okay. And I drove home and I thought nothing about it. I take that back, that was on a Tuesday. So that Wednesday when I was driving in, I drove past it, didn't even see the building. And I was like, oh, that was a sign, let me turn around. So I made a quick little loop around and I was like, oh, that is a sign, took a picture of it, went on to work. That Wednesday when I got there, I was like, oh, let me call and just out of curiosity, see how much the rent is. So I called and this gentleman would not tell me. He's like, just come by and look at it. So I was like, okay. So hindsight being 2020, I should have <laughs> probably told someone where I was going because I did not. And I pulled up and I was like, here I'm meeting a man at some random building that this is probably not a good idea. I pulled up and thank God he was 80 years old and had his wife with him and everything was great. I walked, well, he asked me probably a hundred questions before I, he would even let me in the door. And his wife was like, stop. Like, you don't even know if she's going to like this building, like let her in. And, um, I came in and you know, he's just a good guy, been around, owns properties, done this kind of stuff his whole life. And Herb was out of town. So I told the guy, I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure. It's a little more rent than I was wanting to pay because really I don't need to do this. I'm still working in the medical field and doing this kind of as a hobby. And I said, but I'll talk to my husband when he gets home tonight and I'll see what he says and I'll let you know. So the guy or Herb flies in that night and I was like, hey, I went and looked at a building. Like, do you want to come tomorrow and look at it? He's like, okay, you know. So that next day on Thursday, we came in to look at it. And I was like, yeah, that's great, but it's a little bit more rent than, can you, you know, sustain that? Can you do that on your own? I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Do I wanna work that much extra hard or not? How many clients do I need to see in order to make my rent? So that was Thursday. On Friday, the gentleman that owns the building calls me. He's like, you know what? I really like you. I'm going to lower the rent for you. And when he told me how much it was for rent, I was like, no way. It was like pretty much what I was paying for my little tiny suite that's mm -hmm. the size of my room over there. And I was like, done. Like, I'll be there. Well, the beginning of the next month was Monday. So I was like, well, I don't want to pay rent here and there. So I just told my husband, I was like, listen, I'm moving. Mind you, he's flying out of town again on Sunday. So on that Saturday, I'm like, I need to move like now. And he's like, Megan. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, I, I don't want to pay rent at two different places. Like I need to move now. Really, Megan? And I'm like, yes. He's like, under one condition. I was like, what's that? He's like, we have to rent a U-Haul. I was like, oh, done. That's easy. So as I was moving, I was like, I don't know if this is meant to be or if it's like a God thing because every door just opened so smoothly or if it's a really big mistake. <laughs> I was like, I don't know which one it is, 
but I'm not going to know unless I do it. Yeah. And we packed everything in the U-Haul, and I started work that Monday. Didn't here? skip a beat. How did you? How, how did that work until you like? Because obviously it didn't look like this when you moved in. Correct. Um, so the walls were painted the color, same color. Floors were done. It was honestly move in ready. Okay. I moved what furniture I had from my suite in here, um, and slowly, incrementally, have bought everything since then on my own it's a whole saving money like you can't buy it until you have the money to buy okay. it so i have incrementally added and grown for those so you're not using years. leverage you're using literally cash on cat like correct cool yeah. do you sometimes wish like ah, i'd love to take this chance but i yes. don't have yeah all the time but what made you choose not to debt i'm so scared of debt uh -huh. Because it's so easy to get caught up in that because the next thing mm -hmm. is always coming out. I'm just not a very trendy person though, so the trendy stuff never attracts me. I want something that's tried and true, that's been there, but a lot of times that comes with a hefty price tag. Yeah. So is it worth getting or is it not? It's, if it's gonna be there, it's gonna be there in a year. It's gonna be there in, you know, like these two chairs I just bought last year. Now, I did take out a small little loan to pay for these, but one year, I gave myself one year, you have to pay them back. Yeah. So, August 1st, they're paid back. Sweet. Yeah. And so I could get a massage and get my feet? That's correct. Is that massage in there too? Is it bubble? It does not bubble, but it oh. vibrates. Oh. So there's no jets in there. Okay. So it's just bubble and massage. So, and yes. So the purpose of that, of these chairs, course working in the medical field everything has to be sanitary for me so a lot of times when you go get a pedicure with the jets and all of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. they're really disgusting and dirty uh -huh. so if they're not taking those jets off and like scrubbing them with a brush and using the cleaning solution on them and letting it run through the jets for 10 minutes after each pedicure uh -huh. they're not clean so that's why this is all disposable Everything that comes in here gets, of course, the water gets dumped out and it goes in the trash. There's nothing reusable in that. That is one of the, the I, I dare to say, cute quirks about you and Herb is you are both so neat and tidy. And both of you work in industries where you're touching people who are maybe not so neat and tidy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you wrap around your brain of, touching my feet or my hands or my face and knowing like ooh, how, how do you how do you do that because that <laughs> that, is, that is an amazing like you are so neat and tidy and you're touching my face yes so i have to say it is probably one of god's gifts that he has given me because my mom has said megan how did you touch those feet i was about to throw up in the back and then i look at that person and I think, you know, this person's 90 years old and the amount of miles that he has walked with these feet and, you know, how many lives he was able to touch by walking and using those feet. And, you know, like, thank God he can still walk and he can still come here. And if that was my grandfather, how would I want someone to treat him? Yeah. Um, that stuff doesn't bother me. And I think, too, because of working in the medical field that I can see a whole lot of things yeah. that don't bother me. 
Because I was yeah. just really curious about that because I'm like, wait a second. You're like doing nail. Like people have some nasty. I mean, I try to be clean and yes. I'm outside a lot and I might go two days because I couldn't get this thing off and finally get it cleaned out. But Michelle, who loves me more than anything, she does my pedicures. She hates feet. Hates feet. But she'll do my pedicures because she knows it makes my feet feel good. Correct. And I'm able. And I'm like, don't do it. You don't, I'll, go, I'll go get it done. And she's like, nope. Do you want it? Be? I'm like, no, I love that you do it. But yeah. I just, I'm amazed that you do it for a living. She does yes. it every, whenever she feels like doing yeah. it. So I was always wondering, and are any of the, I mean, Jillian's now doing this. Correct. Does she have the same things or is she more of like, that's ah, no problem. She definitely has an issue. <laughs> um, but I don't think there's a problem with that. I think there's it's, not. It's. I think it's completely normal yeah. to actually be a little bit grossed out. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like going to pick up people's leftover food off a plate. Like, what were they yeah. doing with yeah. this? So. I think too. I just had the training of everybody has something, so you just need to pretend like every person has the worst. Thing imaginable yeah. and use the protection to keep yourself safe um, I have to keep myself safe from you and then you have to keep yourself safe from me yeah. so it's just a kind of a, a different thing but that it doesn't bother me what's your what's your favorite procedure to do on somebody yes yeah, so dermaplaning it's a type of facial that I use a scalpel and go and take the top layer of dead skin off of the face um, it takes the peach fuzz, it takes the skin, takes everything off the face. I do use a scalpel. I don't recommend going to someone that is new with no training and having that done because it can be quite dangerous. Um, I always joke with people like riding on the back of the ambulance, like, I got a steady hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, I do the most of that service every single month of every single year that I've been in business. Really? I do the most That's of that. The What's your, you get instant results. Uh, what's the cure time on that? Like, what do you mean? Like someone gets it done. Yeah, you can resume your normal day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. What's the least favorite? Service task? to do? Yeah. So definitely would be a pedicure. Okay. And it's not because of touching people's feet or anything like that. Um, it seems time consuming. It is time consuming. And honestly, it boils down to money, which I know sounds mm. terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but with pedicures, with everything disposable that we use, you don't make much money off of them. Mm. But it's just an addition. Someone comes in. To Correct. So we don't advertise that we do any nail services for that reason alone, because we don't want to attract the normal nail clientele. Yeah. We don't want people that are coming in late after work with your 18 girlfriends you know to have a good time we don't want to attract that um, mainly what we attract is one our already regular clients that are like oh like I just got my facial how nice would that have been to get my mm -hmm. pedicure so an add-on service um, I have a lot of elderly clients because they trust me to take care of their feet um, but yeah it's just not a huge money-making service it is back-breaking I have to limit the amount of pedicures that I do in a day just because I don't want to hurt my body. I know this sounds so weird, but we use our bodies for our work, not in an inappropriate way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to be very conscientious of everything we do that, so we don't want to 
you know, overdo it and not be able to do other it's things. It's like being a masseuse. Correct. I mean, I don't know how they do that over and over again mm-hmm. because they're touching people like me and all of a sudden, like, I got something really tight. I'm not the only person that's coming in, and but their hands are their business. Yes. And and getting in weird places to bend over and do certain Correct. things. Correct, yes. I can only imagine. I, we would think, oh, you're sitting at a desk. No, no, you're actually, like, yeah. Trying you, to figure you out how 100% to get use your body yeah. for all of the things. So, what's your favorite color? If you're, if, is it midnight blue? <laughs> no, because God doesn't like that color nail polish. <laughs> um, my favorite color in general is green, but. Like a bright green or a. Like just a true green. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And here is teal. I've kind of been pulling more of the navy. Um, just try to make it as calm and relaxing in colors. My 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 wife has gotten into the like the art nails. Okay. And it's always funny because I I don't care how she, she does her nails. Yeah. I don't care. And I never know what they're gonna look like. Mm-hmm. But my mother-in-law, it's red. And there's a one particular red, yes. and it's only red, and it's this red, and it's been this red since I've known her. And yes. and I'm like that's so weird that my wife. I could come home two different days and she could have two different sets of nails on. Correct. Yes. So my favorite nail polish color on myself is purple. I love purple. Um, But I change my nail polish color all the time. Depending on which client's coming in. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, this has been on for about a week. Let me change that. Um, About the business and the growth and where you've come from and you went from a little room to this and... I mean, every time I've come in here over the past couple of years, it's just gorgeous. And you're also a small business that does a lot for the community. You find different ways to, you are a Rotary president. You give things to Rotary. You're on the board of Silly Sock Saturdays. I don't know of any other things that you're on, but you're always serving the community. How do you balance that with the needs of the business? That is hard. When... Originally when my, I don't want to say that my business wasn't important, but it wasn't my lifeline. I was more giving of all of the things. Um, the last few years, it's been, it's been weird since I've moved into this building, like timeline wise, um, being shut down for COVID, not able to work. It's like, okay, what do I have to do to make sure my business survives? Mm-hmm. So survived COVID and then it was like, oh goodness, now inflation and everything is so expensive. How to balance and maintain all of that. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. We were talking about the, the service to the like. Oh yes, you're doing so much service. service. Okay, sorry. So I've had to learn to say no to some things. Um, again, I have to go, what best represents me as a person? Mm-hmm. Where am I giving the most valuable of my time, efforts, monies? Is it doing the most to glorify what I need it to do? Um, I have had to take a little bit of a step to focus on my business the last couple of years of like, okay, I need to be available feast or famine. When people want to come in, I need to be ready to go regardless. Um, So it is a juggling act. I just do what I can do. There's different seasons. Some seasons you're able to give more. Some seasons you're able to give less. I always tell organizations, though, that I volunteer with and for, if there's something specific that you need me to do, 
call me, text me, let me know, I'll be there. Mm -hmm. If it's just the everyday stuff, going through the motions, and you, it doesn't matter if I'm looked over, great. You know, yeah. Just prioritizing where my time is going to be most valuable. Because I know that's also a big part of your family is, this, is the service. And Correct. Some would say service above self. Yes. And that's my grandmother, my dad's mom had a servant's heart. And I, her and I have the same DNA match. So I get a lot of that service and serving, I feel like genetically passed down the line. So between family, husband, business, raising the children, the children getting older and maybe not needing mom as much, your hands can only do so much each day. Correct. It doesn't matter what service that is. Do you want to scale or do you want to leave it the way it is? Yes, yeah, so growth is always a good thing. Yeah. Um, but you can only do so much. Only, yes, but thankfully I have Jillian in here. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so definitely want to grow. There's always room for growth. Do I want to expand and have like a chain? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Maybe you could get it to the point where you just have your customers that you that come in and get their services, but there's other people. So you're not having to work as much? That is so tricky. Tricky in like different aspects because my husband would jump in right now and say it's because I'm a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to not think that that's what it is, but it is some sort of control. When I brought Jillian in, well, I take, before I brought Jillian in, I had another person that worked in here and they just did not represent me well. And I said, I'll never have someone else in here unless God literally drops them through the ceiling and they fall in here. That is the only way. So I'd plan to work by myself for the rest of my time doing this. And then Jillian came in. So I'd tell her all the time, you are so lucky <laughs> to be able to work here. I would always, I would be so embarrassed or ashamed if, someone that I hired talked to my client in a way that would not represent me or my business well. Mm -hmm. So it is so hard to find good workers. So what about an educational component of someone that may be interested that you have seen almost a mentor type basis? Yes. Yeah, so people reach out all the time. Hey, can you help my niece? Can you help my granddaughter? Can you help my daughter? All of this stuff. Any tips, tricks? Absolutely. I always tell them yeah. to reach out to me. Um, there's always, there's enough people in this world for us all to have clients. We each have different things that we do better at. Someone else may do better at this. It is okay. It is good to have healthy competition, but there's no need to fight over that. Yeah. I want them all to succeed. If they can learn how to do something the right and the proper way so no one gets hurt, I would rather teach them that and save all of those clients the pain of something happening than holding that stuff in. It does nothing for me to hold it in and not share what I've been taught. So your location is pretty good, Winter Haven. You're on a main street. Um, I was actually trying to come up with something cute for Beyond the Curve, and I'm like, there's really nothing. Like, it's kind of straight shot. Like, you're and with Winter Haven continuing to grow. Is that where you see your base being as the business for the next six years? Do you stay, see staying in Winter Haven? Um, is there a potential to move or is that dangerous in your position? 
I mean, I do plan on staying in Winter Haven. As far as moving, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I, if I'm meant to move, God will just make that happen the way he made this happen. He'll make, he'll orchestrate everything and I'll just trust whatever that plan is. Couple more things. Yes. What is the most fun thing you do outside of business? Like with your family, business, like what is something that Megan's like, if I get to do this, this is so much fun. Oh, I live a pretty boring life. I love to walk. Like hike or just walk? Walk. Walk. Again, this is a genetic trait. My grandmother never had her driver's license and she walked everywhere she went. So if you catch me with any free time, I'm walking. I don't care if it's on vacation. I don't care if it's walking in now, the circle. Will you go drive to some place and go for a walk or you just drop Not walk necessarily, just Yeah, I'll just oh. start okay. and go. It's like Forrest Gump it up, but on the walk. Yes. Okay. I just, I, I love to walk. When what? I think about vacation, I'm like, oh, where can I walk to? <laughs> <laughs> I know that is so silly, but I, I love to walk. So when you go to a theme park, do you just walk around? Most of the time. I'm like, oh good, like I can walk like nine, ten miles today. How fantastic. Y'all ride, I'll go check everything else out. Or I'll ride and then I'll go check everything out. So do you like looking at people or just walking in general? Like I like walking and I'm not a big theme park guy, but I would go walk around and stare at the people all day long. I mean, I probably do, but I try not to hyper-focus on the people. Okay, so you're, it's just the walk. I just love to walk. Okay. What's your biggest pet peeve? When you're drinking and it makes, like, sound like you're gulping, I could punch you in the throat. Like, very similar to Michelle. She can't yeah, stand I can't, chewing. Yeah, I can't. It is, like, instant tick you off. Really? I know. I'm sweating right now just thinking of that. <laughs> And that you've probably had to, with the family dinners every night, you've probably really had I've to. I've trained like, my some, kids from the very they beginning. They just pour it down. They don't even swallow. They'll, they'll <laughs> choke before. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything that I forgot to bring up that you want to talk about? Oh, hmm. No, I don't no. know. Anything else? I mean. I think, I think honestly for me, it's, it's getting to sit down with people that I appreciate. Um, and I'm curious about, like, I'm truly the beyond the curve thing is what is around the corner? And like, yes. what do you see when you look around the corner? And I know you have a business. I know your family, but I don't actually know what you do and, and who you are. And it's, that's the part that I enjoy. Like the sound of your throat that someone makes while they're drinking. That's cool to me. Like, that's funny to me. <laughs> like that, that's the kind of stuff that I want to when I sit down, I think about sitting down with some of these people that we know and some of the stuff that I might be able to get out of them. And yes. it's like, oh, that's going to be so neat. Yeah, that's, I, I don't feel like I'm that exciting of a person. Um, but I think it is important, like my, when my mom started working here with us, she's like, wow, I had no idea what you actually did throughout yeah. the day. Because when you say like, oh, you work at a spa, it just sounds like you're sounds, sitting in these chairs all day, just kicked your feet back, sounds relaxing yeah. and fun. Do you know like 90% of our work is laundry and <laughs> sanitizing and I mean, there's... 
I understand. Well, There's coaching. so much that goes on, and I worked so long by myself, and I was so used to being in the rhythm of just having to do it all myself. So now it is so nice. This is where growth comes in. I can actually see more people mm-hmm. because my mom or Hayden or whoever's here cleaning up after me cleans where I don't have to spend my time doing that. And that actually came from one of our rotary meetings when they came in and wanted to do like the whole business plan for the interns at, I don't know if it was Weber or Warner, one of the colleges, I can't remember. And that was one thing that they told me, they're like, you need to hire someone. I was like, I can't afford to hire someone. I'm just a small business. And I took that advice and that was actually last year in May and hired someone and when and she was going to nursing school so I knew I had her for a temporary amount of time which was so perfect because I'm like I don't want to get rid of her I don't want her to leave on bad terms or mm-hmm. you know me can't afford her so it's like I knew I had a short amount of time let me see if I can make this work and then I invited my mom to come work with us for a few weeks after the holiday or like leading up to the holidays November to Christmas time and I was like oh I don't think I can do this without help like, I yeah. don't think I, I'm at that point where I have to have someone. Because now you get to focus on the core stuff. Correct. And now I've been spoiled having my mom and Hayden here. So I've had someone here six days a week, and I'm about to lose Hayden to school. And I'm like, what are we going to do? We're going to have to clean up after ourselves. Yeah. Like, how terrible. But I think it is very important, especially, like, I've been there. I've done that. I'm the get-down, nitty-gritty cleaning. Like, I don't have my mom and them clean the toilet. I clean the toilet. Not that they can't do that, but that it is my business. I I do all the deep down, yeah. dirty, disgusting things of the business. I even mow the grass now. Thanks, Trey. Yeah, I know. You had, <laughs> you had a long guy, and I, he like bailed on you or something. I don't know what happened there. But it's just all part of business. So. But it's it's good, and I, I love seeing the success and the growth, and and I always wonder. Oh, I'll leave with this. What, what can a man come in, like, what would be good for a man to come in and get? That's something that we don't, th- men don't, th- women care about that stuff. Yes. You don't know many men that are like, ooh, I need to go in and get my facial. Yes. Let's, let's hit on, let's hit on that before we, because that, that is important. Like, yeah. maybe we need to draw more men into this kind of stuff and not, and not be <laughs> scared of it. Yes. Or foo-foo-y. So that is a touchy topic with our business. Why um, is that? Do you really want to know the answer yes, to this? Yes. Or do you want to wait? No, I really want to know the answer. Okay. So being here in a building, predominantly female, our male clientele is probably 1% if that. We have two that I can think of offhand, two men that come for services regularly every single month. They come with their wives. So the reason we don't have a large male clientele is because of one person in particular that when I was working by myself, I explained to them, like, you're coming in for a microdermabrasion, that's a facial, like, you ask for something very specific you have to kind of know what that is in order to ask for that. Yep, I've had it done all these times. I go in and get my facial, I get my massage. Okay, great. 
comes in, hey, um, so-and-so fist bumps me, has never been into this business ever in his life, and he walks into my bathroom and he comes out without his pants on. But that's a different kind of microdermabrasion. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I'm telling him, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have you fill this paperwork out, <laughs> but I can't have you standing up here without your pants on, and he's still proceeding to take his shirt off, and I tell him to go into the room, I'm like, yeah, this is, you just put me in a really bad yeah. spot. And now I'm scared because I don't know what your intentions are. My intentions are we're doing microdermabrasion yeah. and that has nothing to do with microdermabrasion. So, yeah. So that is why we, we now we don't pick and choose, like we don't not take uh. male clients. Um, but we are very careful and very conscientious of a male client coming in. But it's also the safety for you, safety for that other clients. That safety. is correct. Absolutely. So I, it makes sense. With that being said, is there are there certain aspects of men's facial care that absolutely that they can do better? So so skin. Aging, it's going to happen to the best of us. Yeah, I know. Whether you're male, you're female, whoever. If we have skin and we're alive and breathing, we're going to age if we're lucky and blessed enough to do so. So, yes, having a skincare routine. Now, most men can use like a 12-in-1 body soap on their whole entire body and face and never moisturize or exfoliate anything and not have a single wrinkle. But if us ladies did that, we'd be paying for it within like five minutes. Yeah. Um, so yes, skincare routines, you know, hygiene just in general. Yes, it's completely normal for men to have getting your feet taken care of, making sure your hands are nice and presentable. Of course, other, you know, your jobs depend on like what you do for mm -hmm. work with your feet. I mean, there's plenty of things that just regardless of if you're male or female, we still have the same skin. Yeah hands feet men i'm not telling you to come here because <laughs> that's not what we that's not the focus but do that self-care that michelle does from giving me a pedicure it's crazy i used to clip my own toenails and yeah. now that i get that done it's like man she'll say how do your feet feel i'm like i feel like i can dance yes. I, I i can't dance but i feel like i can <laughs> oh i dance. know <laughs> <laughs> that was not me and i was following the lead on that dance yeah come on and just for like point of order, nothing against male clientele either. You just have to be smart. Now, I know that guy's intentions were totally different than anybody else, but think about if I was your wife or your daughter, yeah. how, when you go into an establishment like that, how are you making that person feel? Yeah. You know? It's like the last time I went and had a massage. It was a female masseuse, and she point blank told uh, I was in there with Michelle. We were we did a couples couples massage, thing yeah. where I was on one side, she was on the other. But my masseuse was like, "You get undressed where you're comfortable." And Absolutely. I'm like, well, let's see. I don't want to wear my shorts because I really want. So I wear my underwear, and I. But then she kept me covered the whole time, and I'm like, I am so comfortable. Like, right. I am so comfortable because she laid out like. See, and that's, I had not even given him instructions of what to do. So for a facial, we only work here up. 
There's nothing else that happens below here. So a good halter top, you would have been fine. Correct. <laughs> a tube top. I think a halter top goes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, wait around true. the yeah. Yeah. So that's we just ask our clients to take their tops off, like their bra. They can either take it off or fold it completely off and under, so this whole area here is open yeah. and exposed. You're draped under the sheets. Now, when guys come in, I set up my room a little bit different. Um, he didn't give me the opportunity to give any instructions. His mind was set on what was happening. But don't you think that's, you're, as a small business owner, you're allowed to have that trepidation now of trying to draw in that clientele. Whether that's through your marketing or whatever, it's like, huh, that happens. I mean, there, I'm sure that happens in restaurants and car companies and well, that's what I said. I'm like, this like, guy's way too comfortable doing this. This is not his first time, and yeah. this is the wrong place. We are not that kind of place. <laughs> no, this is a wonderful place. This is um, a family place. <laughs> it, it, it's just funny because it's as one of my friends and people that I, 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 I watch, the family, it's one of those like, I don't really... I want to come in, but I don't know what I need. Or like, yeah, so and that's most women. They're like, just do whatever you think I need. <laughs> well, that's I can help and guide you, but like, what are you wanting? Like, yeah. what kind of results are you wanting? What bothers you? If it's about your skin, what bothers you about your skin? Then I can help address that. Yeah, stay out of the sun. It's really Sun's, hard to do. Yeah, that. I was like, we live in Florida. You can't necessarily stay yeah. out of the sun. But that's. You just Something. don't want to get a sunburn. Yeah, that's that's a tough one too. Sometimes, like you try not to, but um, best SPF. Should we go SPF fifty? Yeah. Okay, SPF fifty, guys. And, and reapply. Gals. That's the hard part. <laughs> if you know what's so nasty for like people like me that do a lot of stuff outside. This weekend, I'm on the tractor. I put on sunscreen. I go out. I start mowing. Two hours later, I come in. I'm covered in dirt. So in order to reapply, I have to go wash yeah. and then reapply well guess what most of us aren't doing that because yeah even if you just like in that case i'd rather you take like the aerosol spray and just spray it over your dirt and funk okay well, there you go so even if I, you're dirty, like when we went yeah, <laughs> when we went to disney this weekend yeah. or we went to epcot i just had like a small little tube and i just like kept it in my pocket and it was just easy just reapply i mean just like lotion favorite thing at the theme park Favorite thing in a theme park? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll just say my favorite ride at a theme park. I'm scared to death of rides. Yeah, I'm not a roller coaster guy. Yeah, no. You like to have control. I understand. S- yes, yes, exactly. Um, so a lot of times I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. I laugh. Uh, I laugh. scream. I'm like the two-year-old behind me has the time of their life, and I'm crying and screaming There's and saying, this, right? "Oh gosh, no." Yeah. I'm working on it. I have finally been able to master the um, oh the train ride at Disney oh, Thunder Mountain it, Railroad. I thought it was gone. I thought they took care of it. No. Oh. Well, at least not in the last week. Oh, okay. Um, or whenever we went to Magic Kingdom, but I can do that one. That is my max. The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> What's the uh, one in the dark? Space, Space Mountain. Mountain? I've never rode that. No? No. I feel like my heart will stop. Would you ever do one of those slingshot things? Heck to the no. No way. No. I feel like 
I'm the person. I'm sweating again thinking about I'm gonna, that. I'm going to be the person that are going to shoot that thing and it's going to take off and it's going to just keep going. Yeah, you're going to land on the moon. Yeah. I'd rather not risk that. I like my feet on the ground. See, Michelle Michelle doesn't understand that. She and Brianna love roller coasters. Ken loves roller coasters. And they're like, you go ride your motorcycle through the woods yeah. at 40 miles per hour at times and you're fine with that. I'm like, I'm in control. Yes. Roller coasters, I know they're on a track. We went, when we got married, we went to Dollywood, and we were doing, the, was it the Ferris wheel? The, that's the yeah. Ferris wheel. I sat on the Ferris wheel with my bride, and we went over the top, so now we're dangling. I'm like, oh, that's a long way down. And Michelle's like, it's just, I said, she's like, we're not even moving. And I said, I don't care. We are just hanging <laughs> I'm here. like, we need to move. Yeah. We need to start We going. need to get back down. Because, <laughs> like, if we were the other way. At least if I fell, I could grab on. Like, if we fall here, there's nothing to grab onto. So I understand that. And you either, I've found that people are either, they love them or they're like you and I. And yeah. it's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I won't even ride in an elevator. What? You don't, you don't ride elevators? Mm-mm. Oh, it's deeper than mine. I will. I love elevators. I've been stuck on an elevator. Me too. And that's why you won't do it? Pretty much. Well, I was stuck on it because my tennis players decided they thought it would be fun to make it stop, and they made it stop. Oh, that's everyone would have died in there. They <laughs> bounced up and down uh-uh. until it stopped. No. And then I got off as the coach, and there's seven players going, I don't know what happened. Yeah. No. So. No. We, we've been stuck in an elevator as a family. So no tower of terror for you. Oh, no. That is like my, probably like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Ride and elevator? No. Yeah, we were in Woodbridge, Virginia at a brand new hotel. It was beautiful. Staying on the third floor. My parents are there with us. I will hike some stairs. Like, I love to walk, so I'll carry all the luggage, too. I don't care. Take the elevator. I'll do whatever, but I'm not, I'm not getting in the elevator. And so my parents, they walked, or they rode the elevator up. Her, but the girls rode the elevator up. I'll walk the stairs. Like, we've stayed on, like, the 22nd floor before, and I have walked no way. the stairs. Really? And anyways, on that time, we <laughs> were coming at, like, taking the big rolling cart down, and my dad's like, Megan, just get in the elevator. And I'm like, no. And he's like, just quit being stubborn, you know. Fine, Dad. Got in the elevator, and that thing dropped from the third floor to the bottom. And, of course, panic sets into my mind after I realize, like, everyone's on the floor. Or is everyone okay? <laughs> And then I'm pressing the emergency button and new elevator's not hooked up. So then panic, I'm like, call 911 because we're like stuck in this elevator. Have no sales service. <laughs> so then I start screaming like bloody murder and her, then screaming at me, Tommy, to shut up. I'm like, I can't breathe. And he's like, if you're talking, you're breathing. So shut up. You know. So no glass elevators, embassy suites, none of that. No. And um, Jillian and Hayden just rode the elevator at the hotel we were staying at this weekend that goes up, it's glass, and then it, it's inside, and then it actually goes up outside. They rode it to, like, the 23rd oh. floor, and then they came back down, and like nothing, Madison and I watched them. So is Madison also not an elevator person? She thought they were going down to one floor. She's like, ah, there's no uh. need to do that. I definitely try not to put my fears on them, mm-hmm. but... They can take the elevator by themselves. That's that's interesting to know because the control thing I completely understand, and I am sure that is a, I don't know if it's a flaw, but it is a 
phobia or fear or something. And, it's so annoying. Yeah. I wish I didn't have that. But I love watching my daughter and my wife enjoy rides, but it's like, it looks neat. And I've done them. I've done them, but I don't enjoy them to the level that other people enjoy them. And it's like... Oh. My girls love them. And I love to go there and I'll hold all the bags. I'll do all the things. I'll walk around. I don't need to ride it. I don't need to do anything, but your excitement and enjoyment is perfect for me i tell ruthie if we ever go back to the theme parks her and i will sit and we'll drink we'll eat and the kids they can all go ride the ride i said i will sit with you we will try every food there is here we will try some drinks like i don't even have to eat or drink (laughs) just like let me be well i do like entertainment yes yeah but uh no i want to say thank you very much megan appreciate it thank you for letting us come do this at spa haven and i look forward to I got to come in and get something done. I got yes. I got to come in and get something done and and I'm scared of like all that stuff. So like I don't like people my mom was baffled. I don't like people touching me. Yes. And she's like, "Wait a second. You've had how many pers-? I said, "I understand if it's necessary." Yeah. Like for years I wouldn't let anybody touch my nose. Like don't touch my nose. Yeah. I don't I mean touching my face is very off limits unless I'm getting a service. I'm like, "Don't just walk up and touch my yeah. face." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, what are we so doing?" It's I appreciate that, and I appreciate you teaching us a little bit about the business, about the family, and just opening up and, and being human. That's the part that I enjoy the most is being human, and I look forward to maybe catching back up about if there's something big that comes about and doing another one just off the cuff. Maybe next time we'll just do a facial, and you can like show <laughs> people what it's like. Yeah, like, here we are. Yes. <laughs> See this fool? This is what you don't want to do. Yes. But Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you, Trey. I appreciate I you. I enjoyed it. And thank you for the chairs. <laughs> All right, guys. This Bye. has been thank the you. inaugural episode of Beyond the Curve. And I look forward to many more of these with the next small business owner, whoever that may be. Yay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.